Hello and welcome to That Film Studio, I'm Jason. And I'm Luke. In this episode we've got another movie review and this time we're looking at Wonder Woman Bloodlines. Directed by Sam Liu and Justin Copeland, Wonder Woman Bloodlines is the 14th instalment in the DC animated movie universe and the 36th overall in the DC Universe animated original movies line. This one focusing on the Amazonian princess. The movie is available now, but if you haven't watched Wonder Woman Bloodlines yet, but you want to, go watch it first before listening to our full review. We will be talking spoilers. Rosario Dawson reprises the voice of Wonder Woman, a role she had in this uh, continuity since Justice League Throne of Atlantis. This movie goes back five years before the events of Justice League War, and then explores Princess Diana's return to Themyscira sometime after Justice League War. Luke, you have the plot. When the Amazon princess Diana of Themyscira chooses to save fighter pilot Steve Trevor, it is a choice that will change her world and ours. Fulfilling the role of both ambassador as well as protector, Diana earns the name Wonder Woman from the gracious people of Earth. But her heart is as strong as her will and she is determined to help a troubled and embittered young girl who has fallen in with a deadly organisation known as Villainy Inc. (laughs) ridiculous name for an organisation so evil like I wonder if they're the bad guys I mean they sound like bad guys (laughs) I you know I I spent probably too much time watching this movie caught up in the fact that I had no idea when this was set obviously it opens we're getting the origins of Wonder Woman so I'm like okay we're in the past this is a prequel my bad I didn't look into this movie I knew it was in continuity with you know, the, the series of films that we were getting. But even when it jumps forward later, I was like, okay, is this post, like, you know, Death of Superman, etc., etc.? Obviously not. But, uh, yeah, it just caught me off guard, and I was too confused for too long watching this. And the I- basics, it starts with Clean Shaver, Steve Trevor, classic Wonder Woman costume. And then when it jumps forward in time... And she's got the New 52 style Wonder Woman costume that we first saw in Justice League War. He then has a beard. But just to signal that it's a little bit along the time (laughs) frame, it's established that Wonder Woman and Superman at one point dated. And that's. So it's after. Yeah, and those were the clues. But I was still like, how far forward have we gone? I don't think we need. I I didn't need that. Well, I need that. That was enough for me. Yeah. But you know what? Did we we didn't see Wonder Woman in Batman Hush, and we didn't see her. Did we see her in she Return was, of Superman? She was in the super those super those two Superman okay, movies. Okay, so but, you know, playing that supporting role of the Justice in the Justice League, she wasn't a main character developing and doing things. Based on the costume, then, I, let's just say, in the timeline of this continuity of films, this is the most recent film. Because okay. when we saw her in Superman, which was before Batman Hush, she had that new 52 costume still. Yeah. When this movie ends, and I like the fact that they're having to write it into the story, correcting all these costumes. Well, we were saying we wanted that. Yeah, and I, I didn't care, and you was the same how they got to it, but we do get the classic costume. And it's so much better. It's, it's crazy. In Honestly. Hush, we've got the best animated Batman costume, in my opinion. Superman now has the S on the back of his cape. 
I love it when they give him the S. Mm. It rarely Amongst happens. Amongst other, the other stuff that's going on with his suit. Oh, like. yeah, the bigger cape. I mean, they've not given, given him the red trunks yet, but this movie ends with her in the classic Wonder Woman costume, so I would say, based on the costume alone, yeah. this is the most recent adventure in this continuity. Okay, and I think I'll accept that, because unless she just leaves that outfit on Themyscira and goes, well, I'm returning it now, see you later, and then goes back to a new 52 outfit. No, that I think makes sense what you're saying. I think she's set now. She's going to keep this costume. She'll put it on ready for battle, that honestly. Gets me, it gets me excited for the next like Justice League movie. Seeing the costumes as they should look like. This Wonder Woman standing beside the Hush costume, yes. And, so, is, and with Superman and as And Superman, but, he's, but I think... Those two are complete now. Mm. Superman, they just need to find a story point to explain why he's now wearing red trunks. That's the only thing they need Do to add for me. No, I don't think they need to explain it. It is I what it is. I don't think they need to explain <laughs> it either, but they are explaining it. Like the Hush costume was because he needed more protection on his cowl. Sure. And the other costume got damaged. Is that what happened? I thought he just opened a suitcase and it was like... He opened it, but there's an explanation. Or maybe I'm just thinking back to the comics. But in the comics, at least, I know he... he There's always a reason for his new outfit. In the movie as well, because he he fell when Hush snapped the wire, he fell and cracked his skull. This is not the Batman Hush podcast. We've (laughs) We've done that one already. But what I like about her new costume, I mean, it is exciting. It is a big deal, I think. And I, I like the fact that it was actually, in a way, an original costume. You know, like it, it's, and now she's adopting it. Again. It was a, it was a part of her heritage where she came from. It was, what was it like a royal armor kind of outfit? Was that the deal? It was something. There was something well, special. That is to it, it. Yeah, and she stole it as well. And that's like the whole thing. Wonder Woman, like she's the princess. She wasn't supposed to be the warrior that left Themyscira, but she chose to. She, and she's a thief. Yeah, I mean, she always <laughs> did take the armor without permission. It's good to have um, Rosaria Dawson back. She is a great Wonder Woman. Mm. Go back to the costume, though. We'll, 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 get into the, we'll get into the. I was like, we'll get into the cast. You're kind of looking yeah. at me like you wanted to move on, so I was like, no, let's, no, uh, let's. When so you got Wonder Woman, young Diana, yeah, and she's taken in by this family. The young girl turns villain, but before this happens, Wonder Woman reveals her Justice League war costume, and she's like, so, what do you think? I'm watching it alone at home, and I spoke. I can't remember exactly <laughs> what I said, but it was along the lines of, no, or boo, don't like it. But you'd seen that costume before, right? Like, yeah. I had, but this movie starts with the perfect costume, and, and you then thought, yes, she's like, hey, yeah. everybody, what do you think? And everyone's going, oh, wow, yeah, it's great. Disagree. And you're like, nah, it's, it's not. Just give us a... But they know, do... I, thought I felt the same way. I was just like... Oh, so... And that's when I knew. I was like, oh, okay. It's just... Yeah. We really can move on, though. Because <laughs> we've, we've done the costume. It looks great. They've nailed it. Mm. So she's got a half-sister, kind of, sort of, in this. Uh, yeah. Well, she's living with a family. Not even half-sister. I mean, it's adoptive, kind of. Like, surrogate, half-sister, whatever... Yeah. And this is the young girl that grows up to become Silver Swan. It's something, yeah, like, I'm not familiar with Wonder Woman's rogues. Um, Is this a, is she a well-known one? Are you familiar? It's a character that I am familiar with, but they do go on to show more established rogues, like Giganta, 
cheetah who were going to get the new Wonder Woman <laughs> action movie. With those, it's sort of like, well, creative names. like Dr. Poison, the character we got in the first Gal Gadot. Yeah, Wonder I recognise that one purely from that movie, but... Yeah, the name's like Giganta. Is it Giganta? Is that the one? Like, okay, she's very big. Okay, and Strong. Cheetah. Yeah, she's great she, and Cheetah. She's, she's a good, uh, she's a good she's villain. She's like a Cheetah. Going back to that <laughs> Kerry Russell animated Wonder Woman movie, which I thought was fantastic. And originally that came in an R rating and they had to cut many scenes oh, really? to get it PG-13. Even in the opening credits of that, it's in silhouette, but you're seeing men get decapitated. And that one's a, that's just a standalone one, isn't it? That was a standalone film, which unfortunately didn't do that well, which made them derail a in-production or close to in-production Catwoman that movie. Was, that was one of the first animated DC movies. One of the first movies. five. Yeah, that, I think, uh, in fact, you know what? Maybe it was even the third or the fourth. I think I had to watch that about three times because I fell asleep the first two times trying to watch it. So, I mean... It is such... I, I love that movie. It's one of my <laughs> favourites. Really like yeah. I really like it. And the point I was going to make on that... So, she, the the bulk of the movie, it's her origin. And we mm. get a snippet of it in Bloodlines, but the main film is the origin. And then you get to like maybe the last five minutes and it's Diana Prince in disguise and she's with Steve Trevor and Cheetah, I believe, is robbing a bank. Let's go with that. <laughs> And she passes her purse to Steve Trevor, says, hold this. Yeah. And she that is spins, exciting. she turns into Wonder Woman, she goes to fight one of her established rogues, and credits. And I was like, no, I want to see that movie. Like, that's where the action starts, yeah. The... All these years later, we're kind of getting it with this, where we're seeing her for the first time, this scale, her going up against her rogues. Like, we've seen Superman and Batman do it so many times, but never... With Wonder Woman. But still, what this movie is doing is keeping it tied to her, like, Amazonian, Themyscira heritage. You know, that we're not really getting... We're not getting Diana, you know, in disguise, like you mentioned there. Like, no, I think that would be cool, but maybe that would play too samey to the Clark I mean, Kent kind of elements yeah, that we're getting in all the Superman movies. But we do get some scenes of her where she's not in costume as Wonder Woman. That's true, yeah. I think, like, she dodges... She, not just he jumps in front of some bullets for Steve Trevor and you know I mentioned like in this continuity just like in the new 52 comics Wonder Woman and Superman at one time had a relationship mm. and for me one of the better scenes of Justice League Throne of Atlantis it had Clark Kent in a restaurant with Diana Prince and she was wearing a disguise and she had the glasses on and she questioned it she questioned the secret identity and his response was and I've not seen this for a long time, but his response was along the lines of, this is something that's important for me, being able to experience life as a human, and I wanted to share that experience with you. <laughs> it's a great moment. It's a great moment, in a yeah. way of having Diana Prince have a secret identity. You know, we always talk about like getting the elements of Superman being human, but it's like, sometimes when he's being alien, that's also kind of intriguing. Oh, like, very, yeah, yeah. I, I agree completely. But I think we should probably leave the rest of the DCU <laughs> out of the rest let's, of this review and talk, focus solely on Wonder Woman. Well, let's talk Steve Trevor. Now, okay, what? not Wonder Woman. Though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, we touched on it. We'll get back to her at some point. But Steve Trevor, you know, staple character of, of the Wonder Woman lore. Um, we did get that live-action Wonder Woman movie, which, you know, there's a few scenes in here where... It's kind of... I don't know if they were inspired by or if they're just playing on the same sort of elements. I have no idea. Not that I've read any Wonder Woman comics. But, you know, watching this, I was just like, oh, this is 
kind of playing out just like the movie, I guess, you know? And what I mean, I say to that what, is, can they really... both the live-action movie, animated movie, have got the character right. Like, how he's portrayed, yeah. from what you've seen, that's how he is in the comics. Like, kind of cocky, not too much, but, like, not a douchey kind of guy. Respectful, kind of out of his element. Yeah. It... Always calls her Angel. That's the thing. Oh, that's nice. Calls her Angel. Yeah. Who have we got voicing Steve Trevor? We got Jeffrey, Jeffrey Donovan. Donovan. Norm from anywhere or... In the DC world, nothing? Uh, no, the name's not ringing a bell. That was a good question for me to ask then. Thank you. <laughs> Silver Swan, her costume. Now, I know we touched on her, but it just, I don't know. Like I, like I said, I'm not familiar with her, with Wonder Woman's rogues. I mean, there's a Pokemon, I think it's called Skarmory. It's sort of like this silver bird and it's got all these blades and stuff. That's what I saw. <laughs> That's what I saw. Now, I know you're not going to find that comparison at all because you have no idea but was that Pokemon in the Ryan Reynolds movie no then I got nothing <laughs> well it might have been I don't, I don't think it was that was my exposure to Pokemon that was it but uh, but, but I mean if it's accurate it's accurate I guess if that's what she looks like I mean I, I'd I'd say I mean it's again it's a character I know of I'm not overly familiar with I just I don't get stuck in this but it's just like I just find one of these the, the villains in this movie just like I don't know, they just seem so uninspired and, I don't know, they just seem very cartoony, which... Yeah, I mean, yeah, they, they are quite cartoony, but I, I like her, her characters, and I said yeah. before, like, just seeing her go up against her this, her supervillains, I yeah. found really exciting, I mean, and I liked the, the designs. It was working for me. Yeah, I did like the big, like, Medusa thing that they had at the end. But that's that's what Wonder Woman has. So you can you yeah. can look at her costumed villains, but then you've got like the Greek m- mythology. Yeah, just thrown and in Medusa, there. and she's got the snakes, and that was cool. Turning her on a stone, don't look her in the eye. But then occasionally, like she turns her onto stone, and then they just get crushed horribly. And it's like oh. when you get to the end, and people start turning back from stone, and it's like yay. Where's all the people that were all like discombobulated on the floor? Just like turned to the left and it pans out. Ooh. As soon as Steve Trevor got turned to stone, you're like, yeah, they're probably just going to cut a head off and it'll reverse. Everything that's been done. But there's still people that got turned to stone and then crushed. Yeah. It's always... I do that in movies a lot, though, when it's like all these horrible things happen, but the day saved, but so much death. There's a character I struggled with. Veronica Kale. Now, is that the... That's the CEO of the big company that was secretly behind it all. Do you, yeah. know, what, do you know why I struggled? Because you knew that she was because behind it? Because I know her. the character. It's but like... do you know what? I, <laughs> I don't know the character. And you knew as well. And as soon as she was... I was just like, now you dodgy bitch. It's <laughs> like... like watching... For me, it's like watching Superman and then Lex Luthor walks on screen and you're like, yep, he's going to do something evil. So as soon as... But they're playing, they're they're playing Lex Luthor like a... You know, like, a friendly guy. And you're just All like, bad comparison. <laughs> We're going to stop referencing those other <laughs> DC animated movies. Yes, now he's a Justice Leaguer. They mentioned it. We've not seen him. No, but he's still dodgy. Anyway, anyway. He's dodgy. But yeah, Veronica Kale. And I said to you, make sure you watch the post-credit scene because that's where it's revealed that she's really oh, evil. Oh, what a surprise! behind it all. Twist. But okay, I mean, I thought it was obvious because I knew for a fact no, that I just got the... she's evil. Maybe it's just from like a storytelling point. It's just like I could see how they were structuring it. How... It was just like, yeah, they just planted that character just to be like, yeah, 
she's behind it all for some reason. Somehow, I don't know how. And I don't but, know uh, how far back in Wonder Woman continuity the character goes, but of recent years, she's a pretty frequent character. Like she pops up right. a lot, and she's got this whole thing with a daughter, and she got taken like to hell or the underworld and all this stuff. And <laughs> what? <laughs> and she was just like in this movie. She was like, "Oh, you know, I really need your help." And then she there's all the double crossing. But yeah, as soon as she came on screen, I'm like, oh, okay, so she's really behind it all. Yeah, I guess that that took any surprise. At least I didn't know for for certain. I just assumed. But, but it's hard though, isn't it? Because we're, we're talking about a movie that was adapted from a comic. You know, a friend of mine, uh, he watched the Batwoman pilot. And, you know, his thoughts were, it's okay, but predictable. And my response was, yeah, you've read the comics and it's a faithful adaption. Kind of hard for it not to be predictable if you know the story. I mean, I'm not sure. Like, obviously, I don't know what they're referring to exactly, but I mean, if it's predictable in the way that it's like he you have your like protagonist hero or superhero type character, and they save the day. Predictable is it? Like, I knew that was going to happen. It's like, well, they're doing a faithful adaptation. So sometimes, like when I watched the Doom Patrol TV series, I'd not had much exposure to the comics. Mm. And it was the same with Umbrella Academy. Watching the TV series, it's a great experience. It's good. And it's nice to not know what's going to happen. You don't know where where characters are going, what's happening. But again, whether it's Batwoman, Veronica Kale, we kind of know what's going to happen. Oh, let's talk Ferdinand the Minotaur. I was just about to mention it. I was like, (laughs) we have to talk about the Minotaur. And I know the actor, Michael Dorn, Worf from Star Trek. Oh, wow. He was also uh, Goliath, the lead gargoyle in Disney's Gargoyles. <laughs> Classic show. That's a great show. But yeah, Ferdinand and Steve Trevor gives him the name. They're like, we need a name. He's looking at him. He's like, Ferdinand. I like that. Like the it's bull. Perfect. Like the, there's, well, I know there's that, there's that recent movie. I think it came out last year. Yeah, Ferdinand. Ferdinand, yeah. John which Cena. is based on a book or something or a But one of story. my favourite scenes in this Wonder Woman movie was Ferdinand in the kitchen cooking Wearing clothes. More yeah. of him. I mean, <laughs> see, that, I didn't see happen. <laughs> Again, not familiar with these characters, but yeah, didn't see that going. I thought it would have been like, oh, they got to fight that big minotaur, and then, you know, they give him one, and then he's gone. That's they it, rescue man. him. Like, the yeah. thing that he was Converted sworn to part of the team. protect, <laughs> she destroyed it. He's like, oh, <laughs> I guess I don't need to protect it anymore. I'm free. <laughs> Let me cook dinner. Yeah, that was that was a great scene. That'd, that'd get him. Because this is the thing. Like, Wonder Woman's world isn't Batman's world, Superman's world. It is. It's a very one, yeah. different. There's and, a mythology stuff. Yes. There's... And they can't really show you that when she's in a Justice League movie or when she's popping up in a Superman movie. But with her own movie, they can do that. They can show you how mm. weird Wonder Woman's world can be. The animation is... I mean, this it falls in line with what we've come to expect. It's consistent. They've got yeah. their style at this point. So if it's sharing a continuity with actors and animation, yeah. You're going to get the same thing. And I, I assume, without looking into them again, you know, it's a, if anything, it's probably just getting cleaner animation, like maybe finer detail and stuff. But until it starts slipping, I don't think there's anything for us to criticise on it. It's pretty good. I think it's working as well as it needs to work. You know, some scenes are better than others. There's some action scenes that 
are more enjoyable than others. Like, you know, it kind of it does dip again into that sort of cartoony element, but maybe that's just the, the villain sort of... Just the way they fight and stuff, because one of them is a cheetah lady. Which gives me concerns for the upcoming live-action Wonder Woman movie, because isn't Cheetah the bad guy? Yes, and uh, the actress. Is it Kristen Wiig? Oh, that's or her. was that a rumour? No, no, no. That's like... Confirmed. Confirmed. I still reckon she's got an evil... I don't know is it going to be mocap? Like, how much of it <laughs> is it going to be here? Are we going to get, like, a before and after... Kristen Wiig before, after CG. Look, these are the things that were going through my head watching this movie. I just felt it's... so distracted by these oh, things, mate, these questions. I'm just thinking. <laughs> Remember that Cats trailer? Yeah. I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> so who knows? Who knows what that live action version is going to give us? But in this animated version, she looks just like she's supposed to look. All right. So we will. Let's rate this, I guess. You know, I I had a good time with this movie and overjoyed at the sight of that classic Wonder Woman costume. It's a lot of fun. I wouldn't say it's the best of the DC animated movies we've had in a while. The bar's been set pretty high lately, especially with films like Batman Hush. But I did have fun watching this. Being a fan of Wonder Woman and her rogues gallery was great seeing them in a feature length movie i'm gonna come in at a three out of five and again rosario dawson is a great wonder woman absolutely i agree with that um i was excited to get a standalone um well, in con- continuity but a standalone wonder woman uh movie in this continuity um but after watching it i was like ah oh, maybe didn't really need that i hadn't uh, okay to average time watching it. Yeah, the Rosario Dawson, great performance. Actually, the voice actors all around, you know, good effort, all good. The costume is the standout, just seeing that classic costume. That got me got me giddy. Um, I like the elements with sort of integrating with, uh, you know, that family, that the new characters I'd never heard of before. But overall, I found it, yeah, just a bit of a, a, bit of a drag to watch, you know, like... Some cool little action scenes, and I like the, you know, like I said, the Medusa stuff at the end. But I thought, yeah, two out of five. So just a bit of a bit of a dull watch for me. I'm afraid. Bit of a drop from your Batman hush. Oh, that was a good one. I've just looked up uh, Jeffrey Donovan while I heard you tear the movie apart. (laughs) 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 He. he, He's done various things, but I recognise him. I think, oh, what was it? I've got IMDb and I've tried to bring to mind what he did. I think it was a TV series Burn Notice. It looks like he might have been that guy. Was he the lead? I think so, yeah. or maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe Maybe not. he was, maybe not. He was in Hitch at some point, <laughs> and he was in the Witchblade TV series. Maybe I'm just getting that completely wrong. Let us know if you guys uh, have the answer. Oh, no. Yeah. Jeffrey Donovan. He was in Burn Notice. Let's have a look. (laughs) (laughs) Or we could just continue wrapping up the show. I think it it ran for seven seasons. Well, Burn Notice. Burn Notice, yeah. Seven seasons. Let me give you some uh, trivia before we go. It's not Jeffrey Donovan related, is it? No. William Moulton Marsden, right? The one, the creator um, of Wonder Woman. Invented 
one of the first modern lie detector tests after realizing how people's blood pressure changed when they were lying. He constructed the first version in 1915 and published his findings in 1917. And what does Wonder Woman's weapon do? It's a lie detector. Exactly. Isn't that amazing? What was it the golden... Is it lasso or the lasso? Of, uh, the lasso, lasso of truth. truth. Yes. So there we go. Mm. That adds up. Yep. I believe your trivia. Thank you. It was on the internet. Must be true. Did you see that live action movie about Wonder Woman's creator that came out? I think last year Luke Evans played the lead. I... Have not watched it yet. Yeah, no, me neither. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it. <laughs> I did come across it though, and yeah, so it, it piqued my interest. And at I was one like... point, it was available for ninety nine cents on iTunes. Ah, I'm like, yes. um, I don't know. That's it for our review of Wonder Woman Bloodlines. Please go subscribe and download this podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud, and please leave us a review. It helps just like you find the podcast. We are on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as That Films You Podcast. We also have our sister shows, Rewind and Review, and Sounds Like Comics, which each have their own Facebook pages. Be sure to also check out our website, thatfilmsyoupodcast.com. If you missed it, be sure to check out our recent reviews of Rambo, Last Blood, and Joker. Sounds Like Comics have a recent episode looking at the Adams Family from 1991, and Rewind and Review have a recent episode looking at American Pie from 1999. You've been listening to Jason and Luke, the guys from that film studio. See you soon.